Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it already helps out the channel. And let's dive straight into today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Concentrate Unique 739 who says, should I give my boyfriend another chance after he didn't stand up for me? And of course, it does come with an update. This happened a couple of weeks ago. My female 22, boyfriend male 26 of seven months invited me to go out on a boat with him and his friends. Typically, this would be an immediate no. I am terrified of the ocean, specifically the open ocean. I can do ankle deep beach water, but no boats. However, the boat was being rented by my boyfriend's childhood best friend, Peter who I've never gotten to meet. Peter moved cross country before boyfriend and I started dating and he was back in town. My boyfriend was adamant that I go so he can introduce his two favorite people. I felt like I really couldn't say no to that so I agreed but told him there was no way I was getting in any water and reminded him that this is a genuine fear for me. He promised I could stay in the boat, no problem. When we got to the dock, his friends were already sat on what I would guess was a 20-foot boat. Nice size, but not big enough for my safety concerns. Still, I took a deep breath and got in. I was trying to look calm, but guess I was visibly anxious because the first thing Peter asked me if I was nervous. I said yes, just a little, and my boyfriend chimed in and said she's scared of water which kind of got on my nerves since I spent around 30 minutes explaining to him how it was more than that, but whatever. Peter didn't really say anything in response, but I thought I caught a taunting look in his eye. I told myself I was paranoid because of my heightened anxiety and just took my seat. I kept my eyes closed as we pulled away from the dock and tried to keep my breathing steady. I did not want to have a panic attack in front of my boyfriend's friends. Once we were to our spot and anchored, I relaxed into the situation a little more. The water was calm and we were just chatting, drinking and overall having a good time. After about 30 minutes, Peter stood up, took off his shirt, looked directly at me and announced it was time to go swimming. My blood immediately turned cold. I tried to laugh and told him I was just gonna stay in the boat because the ocean isn't really my thing. Peter got that weird look in his eye again and it gave me a really uneasy feeling. The next thing I knew, he grabbed me and threw me into the air before I could even react. I let out a blood-curdling scream as I hit the water. It all happened so fast. I know how to swim, but I felt like my body was shutting down. I just kept kicking and screaming and reaching for the boat. I felt like I was in the water for hours, but it was probably a minute before my boyfriend reached down and pulled me back into the boat. I immediately collapsed to the floor and started gagging. I was also crying a lot. I felt so embarrassed, but I just couldn't stop. I looked around for my boyfriend and he was just sitting there looking at me. 
I wanted to ask him why he wasn't doing anything, but I couldn't get my words. I was just hyperventilating and crying. Jesus, not that big of a deal. You were in the water for a second, Peter said. I again looked at my boyfriend and all he said was, I told you she was scared and shrugged. Take me back, I finally demanded. Peter resisted at first, but after a few more gags, he agreed. When we got back to the dock, I was the first one off the boat. I said nothing before speeding off to the parking lot. I jumped in the car and just wrapped myself in a towel and cried. About 15 minutes later, my boyfriend strolled up and got in the car. He asked if I was seriously still crying. I didn't respond. I pulled you out. What more did you want me to do? He asked me. I told him that he should have stood up to Peter more and and comforted me while I was sat throwing up water and crying. He said I overreacted and ruined the day. I told him to take me home. I didn't want to be near him. When he dropped me off, I told him we were done and he's been blowing up my phone ever since. When I answered once, he didn't apologize and again told me I was overreacting. I told him I no longer felt safe with him and hung up. My parents and sister told me I did the right thing but I I have a couple of friends who told me that breaking up with him was an extreme reaction, especially since he wasn't the one who actually threw me in the water. I realize I may have been too hasty in my decision, but I really don't know if I can trust him anymore. Should I try and give him another chance? Holy shit. I want to say not the asshole, but we're on the wrong subreddit here. And I wouldn't blame you for whatever you choose in this situation. If someone done that to me, yeah, I wouldn't want to be with them at all total disregard for your safety not sticking up for you at all and then playing down your feelings saying you know you're overreacting to the situation after you said multiple times how you know you have a genuine fear of it and instead of trying to help you overcome that fear you know you you made a big step getting on a boat and you know instead of helping you through that and comforting you in those moments fucking throws you overboard And for someone to do that to you, I can't blame you for not trusting them again. And as you say, should I give them another chance? Why would you? (laughs) But Specialist Bit 703 says he just showed you how much your feelings mean to him and that he can't be trusted. He allowed his friend to exploit your fear then just shrugged it off. The most worrying part is how he's shifting the blame to you and refuses to even apologize after you leave him. This is not a man you should be with at all. He is not safe for you in any sense of the word. OP replies in, exactly. Really, if he had no idea Peter was going to do that, I understand. He couldn't have done anything to prevent it. But the fact he hasn't apologized and is even mad at me for embarrassing and breaking up with him. I just can't understand. Beautifully Hoya says, absolutely not. I can't believe he really didn't do anything about that. To which OP replied saying, honestly, I couldn't either. He's usually very caring and attentive, so it was definitely out of the norm for him. If you would have asked me before what I thought he would do in a situation like that, I would have said he would have thrown Peter in the water in retaliation. The whole thing just made me see him in a different light and I didn't like it. Very distinctive says, honestly, people rescue complete strangers who appear to be drowning in water. The fact that they threw you overboard and did absolutely nothing is horrifying. They seem completely devoid of empathy and humanity. They only pulled you back in for selfish reasons. Anyone who deliberately puts someone in harm's way deserves to be alone. I'm glad you made it out in one piece and that you weren't severely injured. Get away from them as you can. Opie replies saying thank you. I actually said the same thing to my ex on the way home while we were arguing. 
I told him he did nothing. A complete stranger slash lifeguard wouldn't do and definitely not acting like a concerned boyfriend. He told me I was being crazy and he should be the one upset I had embarrassed him in front of Peter and his other friend. That was really the moment I knew I was breaking up with him. I was just so shocked he didn't care at all. Financially sound, Kat says absolutely not. You'll never be safe with him. He doesn't actually care about you and he has horrible friends. You should also ditch your friends who said you were overreacting. They don't have your back. And Opie replied saying, I was kind of shocked when my friends told me they agreed with him. I was 100% solid in my decision until that point when they said that and it really made me question the whole thing. And one more from East Practice who says, no, you made your feelings clear well before getting on that boat. He let his friend assault you. You're better off without him. And OP replied saying, I'm glad you said this because when I called it assault to one of my friends, they actually laughed at me. This thread is making me realize some of my friendships may also need to be reevaluated. So as said, OP did give us an update and it starts off with, wow, I did not expect the response I got from my original post. My post got frozen and I wasn't able to respond to many questions or give an update, so I did just want to hop back on and let everyone who's interested know what happened after the post. Let's start with some common questions. 1. Is this story fake? No, it's not, but I wish it was. 2. Did my boyfriend know Peter was going to do that ahead of time? I don't think so, and that hadn't even crossed my mind until reading some of your comments. 3. Why did I even go on the boat in the first place if I was so scared? I went because my boyfriend made it clear it was important to him. I did suggest meeting up with them for lunch or dinner instead and he could have a boys day on the boat without me but he didn't like that plan. I gave in because I wanted to be a good girlfriend and get along with his best friend. I know a lot of you were suggesting to block him on everything and immediately go no contact but that just wasn't something I was comfortable with. I messaged him and asked if we could meet up to exchange our things and have a conversation about what happened. He agreed and we met in a public park yesterday. When he walked up, he looked super sad and actually had tears in his eyes when he handed me a box of my things. I was actually shocked to see him so upset since he's been digging his heels in the last couple of weeks, telling me this was all my fault. I'd prepped myself for a fight, but that's not what I got. I handed him a box of his things too and when he started to go through it, he started to full on cry. At this point, I was also getting emotional because I really hate to hurt anyone's feelings and I didn't like seeing him so upset. But I tried to remember how much he hurt me with a situation to keep strong. I asked him to take a seat with me at one of the picnic tables to talk and he agreed. I asked him why he was now showing these emotions after three weeks and he told me he didn't think I'd follow through with a breakup and it just became real to him when he was packing up my things. I asked him what about the way he had acted would make me want to continue dating him and he immediately apologized for how he handled the whole thing and told me he wished he could take it all back. He said he had no idea Peter was going to do that to me, but he also didn't think it was that big of a deal in the moment. He said he didn't rush to comfort me or confront Peter because he didn't want to cause more of a scene and embarrass me even more than I already was. I told him it was embarrassing to have a boyfriend not even care that I was panicking right in front of him. He said he gets that he should have been more comforting. I told him what really hurt me the most was how much he's been blaming me and telling me I was the one who ruined the day when Peter was the one who crossed my clear boundary. He said that he talked to Peter and told him he was in the wrong and he should never do anything like that again if he wants to keep my boyfriend as a friend. 
He apologized again for the situation and I told him I appreciate the apology and forgive him. He asked if we could get back together, which I did consider honestly, but at the end of the day, that trust has been broken. I don't think it can be rebuilt. I told him that and he said he needs to make sure he respects his next girlfriend's boundaries more than he respected mine. He cried some more, but told me he understood and asked if we can still be friends. I told him I'd need some time, but maybe some months down the road, we could try and be friends. We hugged and then left separately, and that was that. I'm also going to be talking with my friends who minimized my reaction to see if there's anything worth saving there, but one step at a time. Thank you all again for the advice and kind words. I can't thank you enough. You all made me feel strong, and I really needed that. And there was one final top comment, the top comment quoted saying, he told me he didn't think I'd really follow through with a breakup and it just became real when he was packing up my things. Then the commenter goes on to say, homeboy really had no shame in admitting to you. He had zero concern for your emotions, just as long as he didn't have to face any consequences. But the second he didn't feel so great, all of a sudden he regrets it. You were right to turn him down. I would think very seriously about whether you wanted a person like this as a friend. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Could you ever consider repairing that relationship or would it just be too much for you? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. And our next story is one that we've covered in the past, but now comes with an update from your local redditor19, who says, "Am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law her friend is no longer allowed over because she wears revealing clothes around my husband?" I, 23 female, have a husband, 24 male. He has a sister, 25 female, who he's extremely close to. Me and her have gotten along since my husband first introduced me to her, and I actually consider her my sister. Recently, she has started living with us. She was supposed to get married to her fiance, but last second he canceled the wedding and she has nowhere to live since he was her support system financially. We took her in while she gets back up on her feet. Well, since she lives with us, we allow her to bring over her friends. One friend, 24 female, in particular sleeps over a lot. I don't really mind since sister-in-law's room is in the attic and her friend doesn't really come out of her room often. I have noticed though, that when my husband is out and she comes out the attic, she would wear big hoodies and long baggy pants. But as soon as my husband comes back, she'd go back up to the attic and come back wearing booty shorts and basically a transparent shirt, which shows everything. I thought I was overreacting and didn't do anything about it. But the other day, my husband came to me shaking. When I asked him what was wrong, he basically cried to me that he felt extremely uncomfortable and angry. When I asked for a reason, he said that every time sister-in-law's friend comes over, she literally flirts non-stop with him when no one is around. 
Once apparently, she even took off her pants and when he told her not to, she said she just needed some air. The reason why he was so upset this time was because a few minutes earlier, she had tried to grab his hand. My husband hates physical touch with anyone he's not comfortable with. Hence, that was a breaking point for him. After a long discussion between us two, we told sister-in-law how we didn't want her friend over anymore because she was making us both uncomfortable. Sister-in-law freaked out saying that it wasn't her friend's fault that my husband was attracted to her and started saying we were both some sexist assholes. I feel really bad, honestly. I'm a big women activist and this really made me feel like a sexist woman. Also, sister-in-law refuses to look at me now and I'm scared our relationship is ruined. I also feel bad because I know sister-in-law's friend was a big support system for her during these hard times and I might have taken that away from her. Am I the asshole? And a few of the comments on this one was low consequence said, not the asshole, this friend is sexually harassing your husband. It has less to do with what she chooses to wear and much more to do with her unwillingness to respect personal space and take a no. It's not sexist in the slightest. Would you at all accept a man coming in, taking off his pants and touching someone against their will? It's the same for her. Snoo says, not the asshole. Sister-in-law, this has nothing to do with your attraction to your friend. Your friend has been sexually harassing and touching my husband against his direct consent. He came to me shaking because of how uncomfortable your guest made him feel in his own home by touching him. You and I both know that he doesn't like being touched by people he is not comfortable with. What's sexist here is that you think this is 100% acceptable of your friend to do to someone else, let alone a married man who has no interest in her whatsoever. If you want to meet your friend, you can meet her outside of our home, but she is not allowed back, period. I am big on women activism, but that doesn't mean I am against it for men. Just as I actively disagree with sexual harassment for women, the same goes for men as well. If I find out you let her back here after how uncomfortable she made your brother through her sexual harassment, I will serve you an eviction notice. I'm not going to be painted as a sexist asshole for protecting my husband from your terrible friend. It's okay if that's the kind of company you want to keep, but I and my husband, and you should tell her this too, do not want to. And one more comment from you don't know me 206 who says, not the asshole. Honestly, you're being sexist, as is your sister-in-law, by not realizing this is sexual harassment. If the genders were swapped, would you or your sister-in-law give a second thought to putting an immediate stop to this? Your husband is being sexually harassed in his own home, which is horrifically damaging to not have a safe space. Tell sister-in-law to hit the road if she's upset. This is not some odd case of misread signals. Her weird-ass married man hunting friend is not worth your husband's mental health. Edit. Made some edits to drive my point home. Get her out and do not feel bad for a single, solitary second. Now let's move on to that update to find out what happened next. So update says, after seeing your comments, I, my husband also read them, decided that me and my husband's decision was final. It already was, but I and he just didn't want to feel guilty. And we told sister-in-law it was final and her friend was no longer allowed over. She sighed and to my surprise didn't protest, just sat there and took it. We thought that was that. But after telling her that her friend wasn't allowed over, we left to go get food. We loved getting pizza together to de-stress and it was a mini date. However, when we came back, sister-in-law and friend were sitting on the couch. Sister-in-law's friend stood up and basically started cursing me out for thinking of her as a lowlife. Then she turned to my husband and demanded that he would reconsider who he married because I forced him to ban her from the house. My husband started yelling at her and I just sat back and watched as she was yelled at like a kid. 
To sum it up, he was telling her she had no respect for herself because she just kept throwing herself on him even after he showed slash told her he was uncomfortable. Sister-in-law sat there with her mouth open like she had no idea what was going on and why there was so much yelling. While sister-in-law's friend was getting yelled at by my husband, I called the police and they took sister-in-law's friend for trespassing. Sister-in-law protested saying that she let her in, but because sister-in-law doesn't pay rent slash isn't on the house owner list, it was still considered trespassing. After sister-in-law's friend was taken, I had to sit back and watch another wave of yelling, this time between my husband and sister-in-law. I left mid-argument because it was too much for me to handle when sister-in-law started pointing at me and calling me vulgar names. I stayed in my bedroom and when my husband came into the room, like literally two hours later, no, I didn't check on them because he told me to stay in the room until he told me to come out. He said he kicked her out and that she wouldn't be staying with us anymore. So yeah, sister-in-law hates me right now. My husband despises seeing his sister and sister-in-law lives with my parents-in-law. Also for the record, everyone in my husband's family is on our side. Though I know for a fact sister-in-law and her friends, yes, all of them despise my guts. I have to see sister-in-law this weekend for a family gathering and honestly, I'm contemplating not going. My husband says he won't go if I don't, but I think that's unfair to his family. That's all I have for now though. And that was the end of the update. I wanna know what happens next. And what was the thinking behind sister-in-law about sitting on the couch, bringing her friend back round and, and then attacking basically husband and wife in this? I just don't understand the logic. I really don't. Instead of you know apologizing, saying I'm sorry, they went on the attack. Holy moly. What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. As always, I would love to hear them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh God, I hit myself too hard there. <laughs> For getting involved in today's stories, your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me, honestly. And at the end of the video, there will be a little playlist that you can click on and scroll through all the videos for you if that's your kind of thing. Thank you so much once again, and I will see you soon. Take care. Much love. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in the spare crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 